0: Chapter Eleven of Peggy's Trial by Mary Knight Potter This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Leanne Howlett The Stepmother and Peggy's Thanksgiving Little Maid, he began, I am going to tell you a story. Once there was a father and a mother and three tiny children. They were all very happy together, and the father loved the mother more than words could begin to tell. One day when the oldest child, who was a little girl, was about five years old, the dear mother was taken very sick. Nothing the father could do could make her well. The angels came and took her away with them to heaven. Here Peggy put up her hand and stroked his face gently. Then the father and the three children— went on the doctor were left alone though the children were too young to remember their mother very well the father always remembered her better and better and he was lonesome beyond all telling so he worked harder than ever to make the days go quicker after five or six years he hadn't forgotten the dear mother at all but he was beginning to see that he had not the right kind of a home for the three children he was away most of the time when they were left with a nurse THE NURSE MEANT TO DO WELL, BUT SHE WAS NOT A VERY WISE WOMAN. THE CHILDREN WERE GROWING UP A LITTLE ROUGH AND UNRULY, NOT AT ALL AS THEIR MOTHER WOULD LIKE TO HAVE THEM. THEY DIDN'T ALWAYS MIND, AND SOMETIMES THEY EVEN HAD FIGHTS TOGETHER. DR. CLAYTON STOPPED A MINUTE AND LOOKED SEARCHINGLY AT PEGGY, WHO BLUSHED FURIOUSLY. THEY DIDN'T FIGHT VERY OFTEN, SHE MURMURED APOLOGETICALLY altogether too often for loving brothers and sisters,' said her father, shaking his head. "'Now,' he continued, "'about this time the father had learned to know a very sweet and gentle lady. He had grown very fond of this lady. But that didn't mean that the memory of the mother was any less dear or sacred to him. This new friend, this gentle lady, was very, very fond of children, too,' THE FATHER KNEW HIS LITTLE FOLKS WOULD BE MUCH BETTER AND MUCH HAPPIER IF SHE COULD ALWAYS BE WITH THEM. HE KNEW SHE WOULD TAKE CARE OF THEM AND TEACH THEM ALL THE THINGS THEIR OWN MOTHER WOULD HAVE TAUGHT THEM. SHE DOESN'T EXPECT THEM TO LOVE HER MORE THAN THEY DID THAT FIRST DEAR MOTHER, BUT I AM SURE IF THEY ONLY GIVE HER A FAIR CHANCE THEY WILL LOVE HER VERY, VERY DEARLY INDEED. BY THIS TIME PEGGY WAS CRYING SOFTLY WITH HER FACE HIDDEN. Dr. Clayton gently turned it up to his, and then he spoke more seriously even than he had spoken before. Peggy, if my little maid cannot say with all her heart that she will do her best to make a happy home for the loving lady, the lady shall never come at all. Can't you trust your father, Peggy? Peggy's arms went close about his neck. A very tearful, contrite little voice whispered i do trust you now father and i'll try to love the new mother just then there was a knock on the office door and dr clayton called come in without getting up when the door opened peggy tumbled out of his lap in such a hurry that she almost fell sprawling on the floor for the visitor was miss edith barton my miss barton shouted peggy she forgot her tears her great trial, all the disagreeable and harrowing experiences of the day, and the delight of seeing this dear friend. She did not notice as she hung on one arm after giving Miss Barton a sounding kiss that her father had taken the young lady's other hand and was still holding it. When did you get back? Are you going to stay for good now? Peggy questioned breathlessly. Miss Barton laughed. I only arrived a couple of hours ago. Jim drove by me on the street and told me you had been lost, so I came up at once to find out what was the matter. Dr. Clayton interrupted Peggy's answer. She ran away, he said solemnly, to escape the clutches of a wicked stepmother. Miss Barton's face turned very pink, and she looked at Dr. Clayton imploringly. Did you, Peggy? she asked tremulously peggy nodded yes i did she said with dropped eyes but i'm not going to run away any more father says she won't be horrid and that she'll love me and-and i'm going to try to love her for father's sake miss barton put both arms around the little maid frank she spoke over peggy's head you ought to tell her Dr. Clayton laughed blithely. "'Peggy,' he said, "'do you think you could love your new mother as much as you do this interloper here?' Peggy shook her head. "'I don't know what an interloper is, but it doesn't sound good. I'll try to love the stepmother,' she said seriously. "'But, Daddy, you know nobody could be quite so nice as Miss Barton.' Her father laughed again but there was a suspicious blur about his eyes then to peggy's intense surprise he turned to miss barton and putting his arm around her waist bent over and kissed her that is just what i think peggy nobody could be quite so nice that's why she's going to be the stepmother peggy stood staring her mouth and eyes wide open For a moment she could not believe what was so evidently the truth. When at last the full meaning of it all came to her, the joy in her eyes fairly transfigured the little face. Softly she clasped her hands together as she gazed at the two dear people before her. Daddy, dear Daddy, she whispered, and Mamma Edith. Miss Barton said afterward that those words of the little ten-year-old "'made her feel as if no other ceremony was needed to make theirs a true wedding. "'The next day Peggy was none the worse for her tramp in the cold and sleep in the barn, "'which, Nurse said severely, was more good fortune than she deserved. "'If it hadn't been for the buffalo robe,' she added, "'you would probably have frozen in the barn.' "'The doctor's long talk with Nurse had made her feel "'that she was largely responsible for Peggy's escapade,' She was doubly sorry too for all her words now that she knew Miss Barton was to be the stepmother. Curiously enough, no one had suspected that she would be the future mrs Clayton. The doctor's visits to Carver were supposed to be intended for the cousin with whom she was staying. As for Peggy, she was so happy that she had almost forgotten her dread and fears of yesterday. That very day came a letter from Cora May. My new mother is here. "'Cora wrote, and she is the dearest new mother you ever saw. "'She says I can visit grandmother whenever I want "'and that grandmother must visit us often. "'Home is much nicer than it was before.' "'Ted,' said Peggy impressively as she read the letter, "'you don't ever want to believe any bad thing about anybody "'till you see her yourself. "'I think stepmothers are all beautiful.' when a man like my father answered ted oracularly mary's a stepmother you can just be sure that she's most as splendid as he is himself end of chapter eleven end of peggy's trial by mary knight potter recording by leanne howlett